Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. Indeed, he is a rock star, says Reese Maston on 1FM Live and Local at 2228. Now, we played Reese because he is coming to perform locally. To tell us all about it is our regular musical musings contributor, Joe Matera. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. How are you, Terry? I'm very well, thank you. I was just looking up Reese Maston. I've been uh, sort of watching his trajectory for a while. He won the third season of The X Factor in Australia in 2011. It's interesting to see how some of these musicians go after being on these big shows. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, look, a lot of times it's usually the uh, the first, you know, few seasons that you get to sort of still have these uh, winners around, and a lot of times the others sort of just disappear because there've been quite a few of them. But um, Reese has done really well. But the thing about Reese is, he actually just does a lot of gigs and really has worked hard to sort of um, um, use the you know the, the winning of the X Factor as a platform because he's actually now really a hell of a lot more of a, a rock and roller than you know that sort of sort of a teenagey pop sort of idol. But um, he's done really well. Well, he's and, growing uh, yeah. up, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you've got to grow up. If you don't grow up, you're going to be left behind, aren't you? So. Yeah, and I think you're right. There's that initial wave of popularity and attention after you win a show like that, but people will soon forget if you don't keep working at it. So he obviously oh, has absolutely. done that. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I mean, it's been uh, what now? Just uh, just over ten years now. So, um, you know, he's uh, got a great agent, and he's doing a lot of gigs, and he's coming to Shepparton at the Aussie on December the third, which is really good because uh, you know what a what a place to come to rock. Rock Shepparton, Aussie, the, the home of rock and roll. Absolutely. Uh, just a bit of trivia about Reese too. I have the birthday balls in which I do after 8.30 and it is Reese's birthday today. He is 28 today. 28. There you go. Wow. Still very young. Still very young, absolutely, yeah. Spring chicken, eh? <laughs> yes, uh, in, uh, from my perspective, yes. So on Saturday, December 3, coming to the Aussie Hotel, as you said, so he he's going to make a welcome return. He's been here before. Yes, he has. He's been there quite a few times. He's, he said to me that he uh, always enjoys coming to Shepparton. He uh, sort of um, has a great time. And, yeah, he's obviously got a great uh, fan base there too. So, um, And he's doing a lot more sort of regional centres too. Um, so that, that's really great to hear. Hang on, hang on. This You just buried the lead in your column that I'm reading in the Shep News uh, today. Joe, you've buried the lead, and that is that he is coming with Brian Mannix. Of no, uncanny, no, no, no. no he's, um, <laughs> Brian Mannix and the Androids are coming to the Aussie Hotel, but um, they're coming for the uh, um, Carols by Barrels. Ah, okay, yeah, that's, that's other right news. Here. In other news, other news. Brian right, yeah. Mannix of Uncanny X Men, who I had a bit of a crush on, as did most girls of my age, <laughs> yes. um, and the Androids. I don't know them. Oh, the Androids had a big hit about twenty years ago called "Do It with Madonna." It was all over the uh, airwaves. I will and, check um, that one out. Yeah, check that one out. But uh, Brian Mannix is is, a, is pretty much of a, a, a character, a laugh he is, actually. And he, yeah, he's coming the following week with the uh, band. They're going to do some um, rock and roll sort of numbers and that sort of stuff. And he, he's definitely uh, someone to sort of check out. And like you said, you never know, he might throw in a Uncanny X-Men. Well, uh, I would hope so. Yeah. I mean, he had that lovely kind of long mane of blonde hair, if I recall correctly, that yeah, that's uh, right. yeah, would make women great. swoon. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And he, remember the song he had... Um, where will I be in 50 years? Well, I think it's coming up pretty soon. <laughs> he won't appreciate that, Joe. Uh, now, now, possibly in bigger news in terms of profile is that Troy Casadaly is heading our way. 
Yes, um, Troy is coming along um, next year as part of the uh, Golden Valley Country Music Festival, which returns next year in April, and um, that's going to have a, a lineup of uh, absolutely fantastic country artists, headlined by Casey Chambers and Troy Casadale. Um, I caught up with Troy this week, and um, you know he, he's looking forward to coming to Shep. He's been here many times, and uh, he actually shared a story for me about um, you know uh, in Shepparton once they uh, they did a after party. And uh, they were going a bit loud and at, a, at a motel. And at 3 a.m., the guy next door came in and he said, "Look, mate," he says, uh, "I really love your music, but I, you know, my wife can't sleep. Can you please turn it down?" <laughs> Fair enough. And of course, Troy is a proud Indigenous man, which is important for our Indigenous community as well. Absolutely, yes, and uh, that that is very important. And um, look, absolutely fantastic guy and great music, you know. And um, with the uh, music festival, hopefully, uh, as as the uh, we get closer towards the festival, I'm hopefully uh, able to talk to most of the people that are going to be on the lineup. So uh, readers can sort of look out for that one in my um, upcoming columns. Yeah. Um, yes, or yeah, listeners on one FM, yeah. as the case no, may I, be. Yeah, yes, that's right, listeners too. Yeah, I think it's the second uh, Goldman Valley uh, Country right, Music yeah. Festival. Yeah, they had a, uh, yeah. one this year, which was um, yeah very successful. Absolutely, yeah, and they brought it. And look, country music, I've mentioned it before, um, Terry, there's there's a surge in country music popularity, especially in regional centres. And um, I actually asked Troy about that, and I said, what do you think that is so? And he says, because uh, it's, you know, people in the rural centres and regions like authentic music, and country music is very authentic, you know, it's not this sort of uh, auto-tuned pop stuff that, you know... That, yeah. I like to see country music that reflects the Australian experience. I'm not yeah. such a fan of that kind of twangy American yeah. stuff, but genuine Australian country music it has quite a, a sort of a, a rock bent to it, I think. Yeah, it has. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. And, um, yeah, it does tell uh, stories, you know, from, from our point of view rather than, you know, a lot of the uh, sort of American sort of countries very much, you know, from their side of things and it's really hard to sort of connect. Yeah, um, absolutely. But, you know, when you have local artists that talk about our own country and our own history and, you know, the, the issues at hand, it's fantastic. Yeah, and some of that older country music was pretty sexist and a bit uh, yep. stuck in the past too, so absolutely. good to hear some modern country music. Now, um, can you tell me, uh, Joe, what is the Gregorian connection with Shepparton? Because they keep popping up and they're amazing musicians. Absolutely. Look, um, they came last week. They did the Gregorian Brothers did the uh, show at the Riverlinks, and um, and they come. They, they they seem to be pretty popular around here. I mean, I suppose classical music. There is a you know classical guitar music. I suppose too. There seems to be uh, you know a lot of interest from Shepparton. But they, yeah, they they're coming back. I mean, this one is actually uh, Slava and his wife Sharon, who's a cellist, and she's coming to the. Uh, they're both coming to the St Paul's Lutheran Church um, on December the second, and they're going to sort of do a a concert for guitar and cello, doing a lot of sort of um, standard works as well as a few of their um, own sort of compositions. So, yeah, there is, they seem to sort of come uh, regularly to Shepparton and really get a good crowd. So, um, yeah. Now, you mentioned last week's concert. I was unable to attend because I had a prior arrangement, but I encouraged my son and his girlfriend to go along. It was it was a really interesting idea. I don't know if you know about it, Joe. It was the... Um, the showing of a really sweet little movie, 2018 movie called A Boy Called Sailboat. That's and of right, course yeah. the Gregorians did part of that score and they actually performed the score live while the movie was on. And uh, yeah, my, my son and his girlfriend were really blown away by that experience. So that was really? something different, wasn't it? 
Absolutely, it's fantastic. I mean, that, that, that's a truly inter, interactive uh, yeah. experience because you're actually watching the movie and, and live music. It's a bit like, I suppose, um, going to the theatre, you know, watching a musical that the mm. orchestra is there live in, yes. um, but they're just doing it with a film, which is absolutely a fantastic idea, and I think you're going to see more of that um, as the years go by. Fantastic. So we've had some shows rescheduled, of course, because of floods. Mm-hmm. Yes, we've had uh, a few shows. I mean, Russell Morris and the Chantuzis are all due to play over um, Russell's due to play last week at the uh, Murchison East Hotel, um, but now he's been uh, sort of rescheduled to early next year. We're still waiting on the date. While the Chantuzzi's, um show, which was due on um, October, now moved to uh, Sunday, January the 8th. So um, the Merch East Hotel are really bringing in some great sort of artists. And, well, Railway um, Hotel, yeah. They certainly yeah. do. They, 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 they keep them coming. Yeah, yeah, they've got the Screaming Jets coming in March, so that's going to be a, a wild one too. So um, they're a great Australian band. But um, look at some other sort of bands that are coming to the railway. Now, what's your fun fact for this week, Joe? Yeah, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Um, look, uh, John Farnham, as we all know, truly Australian um, icon legend. But back in the day, I mean, when he was known as Johnny Farnham, um, he he came to Shipton quite a few times. There was one one time he came over in 1971, and a local band called Rave, which um, featured guitar player Steve Jeffrey, who everybody knows in Ship as the uh, lyric music guy. Um, his band would tap to sort of be the um, Johnny Farnham's backing band. So um, they received this tape of uh, all the songs they had to learn without Johnny present, by the way. So they just rehearsed it. And, uh, and the moment they uh, met Johnny was basically when they were on stage at the Civic Centre. And they, um, so John, Johnny performed three shows that weekend and uh, the turnout was pretty much, you know, n- not as big as what he got later on when he became a, a you know, a really icon. But uh, the Sunday afternoon show he did, there was only about six people there, you know. Oh, dear. Show. I mean, it's incredible, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, this is, I mean, he had a hit before that called Sadie, the Clean Lady. I remember like, that, yeah. Yeah. Raindrops and, keep um, falling on my head. Yeah, that's right. And then he came over, you know, and, and played the shows. I mean, it just shows you what, what the industry's like. You know, you're, you're up here one day, next day, you're playing to, like, two people, and then... Got to start uh, somewhere. Yeah, that's right, absolutely. But, uh, you know, he kept that in. I mean, uh, look at look what happened later on when he got Whispering Jack. He became, uh, you know, massive star. Household uh, name, absolutely. And absolutely, now one of our yeah. most, most loved performers. And you're, you're a muso yourself, Joe. What are you hearing about John after his major operation? Look, I'm hearing that um, he's making a, a well, um, good recovery, but uh, I think, you know, you won't be seeing him on stage anymore. I think those days are over. But um, the main thing is he's, he's on the recovery uh, route and um, hopefully, um, yeah, that, that stays that way. And, you know, maybe, um, you know, who knows? I mean, he's, he, I remember he always said uh, the farewell to, and he did quite a few of those farewell tools. But, um, you know, we can hope that, you know, he might do a show, but I, I doubt very unlikely it's going to happen. Should have gone to that concert in Shepparton in 1971 if you wanted to see him. There were a few <laughs> yeah. seats available. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He came. I remember he came. Uh, I do remember in the early 80s when he had a that sort of hit with the uh, Beatles cover, Help. He came to the GV Hotel, I think. And, oh, gosh. Again, there was only a few people there too. So, um, yeah. You've got to get these artists on the way up. They're much cheaper. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Because now the tickets are skyrocketing now. Yeah, what was it I heard? Somebody, was it? Oh. 
someone, some really famous act, something like someone like Bruce Springsteen, like a mega famous act. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, there's there's limits to affordability. I think there were tickets going for his tickets, something like four five thousand dollars. And this this yeah. isn't this isn't even scalpers. These are the official tickets. Crazy. Yeah, what's happening is um, it's called dynamic um, uh, ticketing, and what it is now, it's a new sort of trend that's happening. It's going to really affect the way people go to concerts because. Um, uh, it, it all goes on demand. So what happens is when tickets sell a lot and starts getting less and less, the ticket prices go up. So, you know, that, that in, in last seat could be worth quite a fortune. So it's becoming where almost where the rich are able to go to shows and not the real fans, you know. And, and I'm really sort of um, disappointed in Bruce because, you know, he's always been the uh, champion of the underdog, you know. The yeah, working-class right? man, yeah. Well, yeah. That was, that's, now that's, uh, it's about money, you know. He's defended the right to um, sell tickets at that price too, which is mm. a bit disappointing, really. Uh, okay, well, you won't uh, you won't see that at the Railway Hotel or the Aussie <laughs> Hotel, so that's good. <laughs> good to that's hear. That's right, yeah. yeah. All right, well... Yeah. Well, thanks for your time this morning, uh, Joe. We might uh, we might uh, get this kind of sign off going. I'll say until next time. Yes, until and, next time. And you yes. can say keep the music flowing. That's right. Keep the music flowing and keep on rocking. That's right. Until next time. All right. Keep on rocking, Joe. Thanks very much for your time. Thank you. Joe Matera. And you can catch his column in today's Shepherd and News. This station, FM 98.5, subscribes to the Broadcasting Community Code of Practice. The Code of Practice is a set of agreed standards that have been developed by community radio stations across Australia. They reflect the unique principles of community broadcasting and guide stations in a whole range of activities, including complaints handling and Australian music content. If you'd like a copy of the Code, please contact us during business hours and we will mail a copy to you. Segway Power Sports ATVs, UTVs and SSVs are now available at Shepherd and Motorcycles and Power Equipment. The Fugelman UT10 Petrol UTV is one tough machine. Muscular and capable with a high power to weight ratio, the Fugelman UTV is designed to lighten your workload and make those trips around the paddock a blast. Contact Brendan at Shepherd and Motorcycles Purcell Street or Paul at Shepherd and Motorcycles and Power Equipment Vanilla Road or visit our website shepherdandmpe.com.au and check out the Segway Power Sports range today. LMCT double one eight one nine one FM sponsor. A mosquito plague is currently raging across the 1FM listening area. To make things worse, the mozzies can carry diseases like Ross River Fever, Barmer Forest Virus, and the potentially deadly Murray Valley and Japanese encephalitis. So prevention is our goal here at Jason's Pest Control. We have sonic mozzie repellers. They admit a sound wave that only the insects can hear, and the mozzies simply leave the area. No smoke, no smells, and better yet, no mozzies. With a 100% money-back guarantee, call Jason's Pest Control now. 1-800-599-699. 1FM sponsor. The Stanhope Family Hotel is your home of good old-fashioned country hospitality with delicious, good-sized, hearty meals, including char-grilled steaks cooked to perfection, a variety of palmas with specialty sauces, a good choice of seafood dishes pan-fried or crispy battered, beef and chicken schnitzel burgers with a great selection of fillings and pasta meals made the traditional way. Satisfaction is our guarantee. Guarantee, so why not pop in for a meal? On the Midland Highway for over 60 years, we also offer great times with all welcome to enjoy our quality live entertainment. The Stanhope Family Hotel, more than just a pub. 1FM sponsor. Hi guys, Peter Cardamone from Cardamone Real Estate in the beautiful Goulburn Valley. I love my sport and calling AFL footy is my passion. So he'll come from 12 metres, Anana's worked as he brought it back. Oh, he's yes! got it. What a goal! 
the day. And because he's got two. Real estate across the Goulburn Valley is booming, increasing 30% over the past 12 months and a rental yield of over 5%. It's time you invested into the Goulburn Valley. Call me, Peter Cardamone, to chat all things real estate. Visit cardamonerealestate.com.au and right across the Goulburn Valley from Shep, Kyella, Marupna, Talamba and Chachura, you're in Cardamone country. 1FM sponsor. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.